0: Good evening, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer, coming to you live from the Paradise Valley of Montana. We're going to be in downtown Eugene at Renegade Barber Company, my former barber, who I'm actually going to go see on Saturday morning. uh, Derek Roser Real Estate Group. Derek and Logan are there. They both got haircuts from the best barbers in Lane County, and we're going to show you a little video of that, and they're going to introduce you, and you're going to have the opportunity to win a free haircut one person is going to win a free haircut we'll tell you how that works uh, bill london's going to be here with all the day's news and he's got a plethora um, and of course it involves something with kate brown because we always have something with kate brown I want to thank our sponsors rosa, Re- rosa real estate group chris dental family dentistry where everyone is welcome and also elements health club because tonight is our elements health club evening Uh, Kim Stark is going to kind of be here on videotape. She found the greatest interview with a guy who writes, he's a science workout exercise writer for Outdoor Magazine. And Kim and I talked to him last week uh, for this show, and he's amazing. It's talking about how you as a person can get your head into working out. You actually create dopamine When you work out long enough for a longer period of time, and it starts becoming like a drug where it actually makes you in a better mood. And so when people that work out like me a lot, um, that's why it's for mental health kind of purposes. But he talks all about that. It was like the most awesome interview. Um, So we're going to have that as well. And it's just going to be a night of all kinds of fun information. You're going to be able to win a free month's membership at Elements Health Club. And our question tonight, let me get to the comment section here so I get you guys up here. Um, so, the question tonight, Kim sent me the question what percentage of doctor visits are stress related? And while you're watching this, this interview, I'll write that into the thing. But the question is what percentage of doctor visits are stress related? And the first person that answers correctly, Um, is going to win a one month membership to one of the three elements health clubs in lane county and the only thing you have to do and if you're a member you just get a a free month and if you're somebody who's new you sign up and get a free month so either way you're going to win so let me get the open and then we're going to get to that interview and i'll get that question up there and then be sure and stay tuned because you're going to get a chance to get a free haircut at renegade barbershop Puts up with this. That's what I don't understand. Bring the lion out. Bring the, bring the lion. Um, Tonight on our show, we're gonna have. Hey guys, don't you think it's kind of fun that you get to comment on the news? Yeah, there's a cost. Oh yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun, is because. We'll see you
1: you get more than a workout. You get results-driven fitness and nutrition help no matter where you're starting in your health journey. You get luxury club benefits like a heated pool, hot tub, sauna, steam room, and wellness centers. You get academy-level group training classes like HIT, boxing, TRX, and barbell strength. And your kids get childcare centered around movement with activity and a purpose. You get three convenient locations with one membership. All the amenities of a luxury health club with the membership prices of a neighborhood gym. Elements Health Clubs, we are more than a workout.
0: So Kim, you found a topic that is super interesting to you and me being that we're like workout fanatics. And I, 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 I think I use my brain, but so, so tell us what the topic is tonight, what, what we're doing. I know, you think you
1: do. I did think of you exercising the brain. I know, well, I came across this article, and I happened to find the um, guy who wrote the article from Outside Magazine. And I roped Alex into joining us, and he said, I am not an expert by any means. I just write the articles. But doesn't that make us experts, Rick? I mean, if we're journalists.
0: You know, Alex, the thing is, Kim and I are former journalists, so we, we think we're experts. At- very little a lot of different topics but we know very little about any of them
1: (laughs) right exactly
0: (laughs) no but i think it's fascinating
1: how many articles you've written regarding exercise and so we don't have to talk about just the one about the brain alex but i would like to kind of get your your thoughts and ideas on um on the let's start with that article that you wrote and how exercise size does relate to the brain and then we can move on to maybe another another topic of yours just because we have you (laughs)
2: sure yeah i mean the 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 article that you're i think the one you're talking about is is one about uh kind of exercise and enjoyment like why do some people love exercise and other people hate it right Uh, and and it this is the from a journalistic point of view it's kind of a the the problem is that people like me who write about exercise tend to like exercise and we and then you kind of assume like why doesn't everyone else love exercise? Exactly. And then there are people reading the article who are like, I hate exercise. And what is wrong with this person who just sort of says, oh, do it, you'll love it. And then you, you do it. And and people, there are obviously lots of people who do it and don't love it. And so there's an article uh, from some researchers in Finland that, or a, a new study from researchers in Finland that's trying to kind of explore this topic of what are the brain chemicals produced during exercise? And there's a, there's a whole bunch. When you exercise, there you know there's adrenaline obviously but there's also the body's own version of opioids like endorphins as endogenous morphine it's the body's own version of cannabis endocannabinoids um, and there's various other chemicals that alter the mood and the the, the fact is that uh, it's different in different people and so that may be one of the reasons that some people uh, do a workout. It's not. We're not ta- necessarily talking about runner's high here. It's not like you go, th- which is this thing that c- attains kind of mythological status, uh, and, but but very few people actually experience this thing where it's like, if you look back in the, at the literature in the 1970s when people started talking about runner's high, it's these descriptions of like floating down technicolor clouds and like the world exploding in my mind, melding with the universe.
0: <laughs> yeah, and
2: is, I, I'm a runner. I've been running for for 30 years, and it's like. sometimes i feel just slightly smug about things but i never feel like i've you know i've just sort of you know invented perpetual motion so anyway she these researchers in finland uh looked more specifically at uh at particularly at the uh endogenous form of opioids so basically like the body's own morphine that kind of dulls pain and makes you feel good about things
0: and they found really
2: you actually create
0: that then when you're exercising
2: you, you you make your own morphine. And to the point where if you take an opioid blocker, those kinds of things they give when people are overdosing, you'll find that people who produce a lot of that don't get the same pleasure or the same pain blocking benefits from exercise. I mean, it's literally the same thing, but you're making it yourself. It's
0: hitting the same receptors in your brain. So can you, Alex, do they find that people get addicted to, to exercise? Because, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, if it's like a drug,
1: I think my wife has a problem. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, only his wife. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, th- that's a, that's a huge topic, and the, the short answer is yes. The, I mean, there there is to, it's controversial because it's like some people argue that you know if this is addiction, we should all be so lucky. Like it's you know p- people aren't going out and, and right. breaking into convenience stores to work out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, it, it becomes an addiction, and and, and certainly people who exercise, uh, you know, who for whom exercise is a big part of their lives you can see if, if, if you know, give them an injury or some sort of travel situation where they can't mm-hmm. exercise
0: yep. uh,
2: or, you know, so a quarantine situation, uh, they get pretty edgy. The, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that's not just that they're like, I'm getting unfit. It's like, they're probably experiencing some form of chemical withdrawal. I'm still mm-hmm. hesitant to say, to lump this in with like, yeah, you could be addicted to booze. You could be addicted to hard drugs and you could be addicted to exercise. Those are, those are different things, but it is right. a form of addiction for sure. Cause it, there's <laughs> chem, chemical dependency.
0: And it is like because it can be damaging because i think there's people like me that probably do work out too much and when you can just take a break and you're kind of you know you i'll tell you i always it's funny that you're saying this because i've always told people um you know exercise is my drug of choice and it's yeah. my it's actually my um antidepressant if i don't exercise mm-hmm. i'm much more down even on just a saturday if i didn't go work out i'm, I'm mm-hmm. more down you know and it really is that pick-me-up it's I mean it's just it re, to me it really is the same thing it's like you know you know, it's like it, it's an obsession sometimes you know
2: yeah, yeah. I, I mean there's been studies that compare uh, in people with mild depression and mm-hmm. uh, antidepressant drugs to uh, aerobic exercise and aerobic exercise compares favorably like it again oh. you know, it, 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 again, the, and, you, know the, you can go with the the neurochemical explanation oh it's it's blocking this receptor it's doing this to that and but you can also go with you know there's it's not just about chemicals in the brain it's also like oh when i exercise i get outside i get in nature i meet my mm-hmm. friend for an exercise i'm getting social contact mm-hmm. i'm feeling in control of i'm doing things something that that i'm controlling rather than my boss or or you know whatever else is going on in my life so there's a whole bunch of things that come together and i don't want right. to oversimplify it to it's just about the chemicals in your brain uh there's a there a lot of benefits um and which, for ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people, completely overwhelm any like dependency risks of of being addicted so to exercise.
0: Can you create that dependency, or in people who don't like to exercise, can is there a way that they can create? You know what I mean? Is there yeah. like a people with exercise?
2: Right. <laughs> this is exactly what the, the 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 researchers in Finland were trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. They're like, is are the brains of people who exercise a lot or, or who, are, who are fitter, are they different? And do they change over time? And summing up the the, the totality of research, which includes some like human studies, but also some like rat studies, because with humans, for whatever reason, you're not allowed to like take, people, you know, stick things directly in people's brains to find out what's going on. So you, you kind of, we have different lines of evidence that suggest that yes, your brain changes over time. So if you stick with an exercise program for, you know, if you're able to get over the hump, and I don't, I, I don't know how long that takes, and I don't think anyone does, your opioid receptor system gets more sensitive to exercise. So you will likely be starting to get more of a, you know, I don't want to call it a buzz necessarily, but more of a, a feeling of well-being from exercise, because you will upregulate the, your, your sensitivity to the brain chemicals produced by exercise. So there's two things to say about that. One is that we, it's worth recognizing, again, like I said at the top, that people respond differently to exercise. So for people who don't love exercise, it's not that you're doing it wrong necessarily. Uh, we, we all have different responses to that particular stimulus, but those stimuluses aren't in set in stone. They can change mm-hmm. over time. So you will learn to enjoy something or you will start to enjoy something that you maybe didn't enjoy at the beginning. You may never love it to the same degree, but you will like it as, as, as people like it. Kim, let's say, but you, you will begin to enjoy it more thanks to changes in the way your brain, uh, interprets those, those, uh, signals.
0: Hmm. Can, can you, lose it? can you lose it too? Like if you take a year off, if you're hurt, then right. you take a year off, would you, do you, do you have to build back that opioid opioid kind of thing? You know,
2: that's a good question.
0: I, I, I would think that
2: that's theoretically possible but mm-hmm. what's probably more important if you take a year off exercise is you put on weight you mm. uh, you lose muscle mass you lose flexibility you lose the habit you lose so yeah. there's there's a bunch of practical logistical barriers that that are challenging for people getting in back into exercise after a year off that probably come into play before the 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 neurochemical factors um Probably those those fact function function too. But I also think if you've ever had it, if you've ever had a regular exercise habit, then it's you know that it's possible and it's easier to conceive of it compared to someone who's who's trying to get into a regular exercise habit for the first time in their life and has never had a, a positive experience with exercise. All they can think of is gym class. <laughs> where they were miserable and they were being forced to do stuff that they didn't want to do. Right. So, th- so they, they can't look back on this time when like, I know that I used to enjoy getting out for my jog or whatever the case may be.
1: Right. Right. They always dread it instead. Okay. Yeah.
2: There, there's a lot of people who have, you right. know, very negative associations with exercise, sometimes for very good reasons that they've had a miserable time with it. You know, like the truth is high school gym cast can be really unpleasant for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I think those things, those, we're more aware of that now and trying to make Mm -hmm. it more positive for more people but but uh yeah there's there's people who've had a pretty miserable time
1: yeah yeah absolutely and you i want to ask you because you do so many of these articles what have you learned as a journalist covering so many different aspects of exercise and the brain and everything else that you do
2: (laughs) i think the most interesting thing for me specifically to dealing with with exercise in the brain is is trying to understand the nature of of physical limits like oh, mm-hmm. what what if i get on the treadmill and and dial up the speed and go until i get thrown off the back what it, what determines or if i try and lift weights or whatever the case may be what, what is it that determines my absolute limits and mm-hmm. you know i've been writing about exercise the science of exercise for let's say 15 years and i've had, seen a real evolution both in uh what scientists are, are studying and, and then in my uh, correspondingly in my own beliefs that it's not your muscles that fail you it's not your heart that can't go any beat any harder or your breath. When you get off the treadmill, it's almost always because you've decided that it's gotten too hard. And so it's, it's a decision. It doesn't mean that you can just decide to run forever or win the Boston Marathon or whatever the case may be. But the moment of truth is, is it's not a brick wall. It's, it's more of a decision. It's a negotiation with your brain because your brain is protecting you saying, we're not going to get to the point where you absolutely have no more oxygen. We're going to, make it so unpleasant that you're going to decide to get off before you actually keel over
0: so when you do your research and interview to different people the ones that go that extra mile or can keep going like my wife, could just go and go and go Mm-hmm. But she had her VO two levels checked and they mm-hmm. checked them at college three times cause they'd never seen anybody that uses oxygen so well. So then she'll look at me and go, why are you panting? I said, cause I'm normal <laughs> I'm human, you're like subhuman or something, but there's people she also she just will not quit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I'm going to go till I'm this, this is what my goal is. And she just goes and tell it. And it's, it's amazing. I mean, honestly, it's she's 60 years old and this woman is like killing me.
2: <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Yeah, and there's, you know, the, we're all we all know what it means to see someone who's physically talented, whether it's, you know, they have huge muscles or or whatever the case may be, but there's a lot of forms of talent and some of them are are invisible until you put someone on the treadmill and you realize that they can just keep pushing and so, you know, me- mental talent or that sort of psychological talent, the ability to push yourself is 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 something that's really special and great athletes they they have that. They definitely have it.
0: So do yeah. you think that's the difference between people that can't, like they start working out and if, if you encourage them um, to just keep breaking that point, keep going at five minutes longer, hit it just a little bit harder and they'll mm-hmm. keep reaching, you know what I mean? Take to, to encourage people out there who are going, guys just, you know, I just don't like working out. I think eventually you might get there at least, you know, to see it as an a, a part of your life. You know, mine's a guilt trip. I don't, I don't go mm-hmm. do it and I feel guilty and I, I mm-hmm. know I can get that done, you know? Right. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. And I would also say that the ability to push yourself is definitely a muscle that gets stronger with use. And there's been lots of studies that have shown that, that, you know, like if you, if you get off the couch and decide that you want to run a 5k with your friends in six months or three months or whatever the case may be, and you start going out, you know, one run at a time. For sure, your body's going to change. You know, we, we all know that. Maybe you know you're going to gain some muscle. Your heart's going to get stronger. All that stuff. That's obvious. But people sort of appreciate less that your mind is also changing, mm-hmm. and that when you're first starting out, you you get to that point where you're panting and you're completely out of breath, and your legs are burning. You feel like you're going to die, and you stop. But once you've experienced that, the next time you experience it, you're like, well, I didn't die, so I, you know, it's okay. I can I can keep going for another five seconds, and you keep pushing back that limits and three months from when you get off the couch and you're out doing a run yes you're fitter but you're also just reaching feeling those same warning signs the panting and the and the the burning legs and you're aware that these are just warning signs means i can't go on forever but it doesn't mean i have to stop right away And and you're learning to you're developing psychological techniques to cope with discomfort and that Mm -hmm. allows you to exercise better. And I think it's also transferable to the rest of life too. It's really a, a useful thing to know that you can suffer a little bit and the world's not gonna end.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like with kids making your own decision, your body is telling you to make that decision to stop, right? And we want our kids to be encouraged to make their own decision. I don't know, It kind of <laughs> relatable to me as a parent. Um, oh. This is fascinating. And Alex, you're on and you're an outside magazine writer. So should we tell people where they can find your fun articles or direct them anywhere?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> just- Probably. Well, I mean, outsideonline.com uh, is is outside magazine has lots of good stuff for, for my articles in particular. Uh, I'm on Twitter at sweat science, all one word.
1: That's right. Sweat science. That's what caught my eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So,
2: so anytime I post an article or, or see anything that I find interesting, I I put that up on, on Twitter at sweat science.
0: Well, Alex, we would love to have you back. So if you come up, like if if you do an article and you just want to push it out there a little bit, you know, we're, we get hundreds of thousands of people that we reach and I would love to, this is our, Kim was my, (laughs) well, I've known Kim because we were in the news business together, but she was my spin teacher too. So this is like our, our kind of our thing, our hobby obsession. Yeah. So we I do a whole, se- a whole segment be about health.
1: So mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I mean, cause he just talked about one article. So I know you have a lot more.
0: And yeah. I, that's the most fascinating thing. I love
1: that. Yeah.
2: Thank Great. you. Well, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. This was a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> so fun. thanks. Thanks, Alex. And, Kim, you know, he, I think he he's in what Canada. I can't remember Rick, but anyway, he's, he's joining us from elsewhere. So
0: <laughs> is it, is it Canada, Alex? Hold on. Is where that where you are? are? Toronto, Canada.
1: Yep. Okay. No,
0: you were about to that direction. <laughs> what are you talking about eh Take off. Hey, I, I didn't hear about it at all. No. Just <laughs> all little. right, Alex Hutchinson. Thank you so much for being with us. Good job.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. We have to find we have to find those gems and grab them while we can. I was so happy. It took a couple of weeks, but we got them. Yay. All right,
0: and now we'll join us back to the show. Okay. All right, so we're back to the show, Kim. Thanks for being here and finding that great interview. And again, um, you can find that on our pages all the time, but you can also find that that just the interview with Alex will be um, next week. You can find it on any of the Elements Health Clubs out of Lane County uh, websites and their Facebook pages. That's Springfield. West Eugene, and also Oakway. We're going to send them just a copy of the actual interview. So you can go back and retrace some of that information that was on there. Now, I also, um, so our question was, what percentage of doctors visits are stress related? And I got two winners and Brian is very gracious um, over at Element. So we're going to give two memberships away, two one months away because there was two of you. The answer is between 75% and 90% of all visits to the doctor are stress-related. And so Stacy Pearson Elliott, you're one, and uh, Casey Lynn, you are the second one, or actually you were the first one, Uh, but you both guessed the right answer. So I'm gonna give your names to the folks at uh, Elements, and then all you have to do is call up or go in there and get one month for free uh, so you can go in there. And oh yeah, (laughs) Casey's getting married, so guess what? You will, we'll get you in that dress We'll get you in that dress, young lady. <laughs> and she just happens to work for Derek. So hold on. I got to find my music here. Okay. And here's my video. Derek. Oh God. It was maybe a month or so ago. Ask me who cuts your hair. And I said, well, you'll never get into Mario because he's super busy and I'm like two months out and I live in Montana. I said, but there's so many people and they're great barbers. Derek went in and, God, he's looking pretty hip. I mean, check this out. This guy is like... Look, he even has a halo over his head.
3: <laughs> uh, look
0: at that, Jerry. Uh, All right. Logan did a great job with your video because, look, you got a halo. There,
3: You are just a little angel there. This uh, head- you know what? Uh, at times I can be an angel. So, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned Logan. I'm going to do a quick introduction. There's my new uh, advertising and marketing guy on my team, Logan Bateman. So, uh, no, welcome, welcome him to the team. And uh, – we're here at your uh, at your barber shop right now, Rick.
0: So, your wife is on here and she said hair porn. I love what they're shaping my baby into. Yummy stuff.
3: <laughs> wow. Hey, Rick, I, you know what? That's that's pretty good, isn't it? I would, like a I'm, I'm a,
0: I would like a commission check off that I don't know how we write that down, but I just you know, just, you know, drick dance answer hair <laughs> porn solicitor or something, you know.
3: Oh, there you go. I love it. Thanks, so, honey. <laughs>
0: You're not calling me, honey. Um, so no. isn't that nice to go to a, a like a barber shop like the old? I mean, it's this is like new school, but it's all old school haircutting, too.
3: It was pretty awesome. I walked in the door and they've got a jar full of candy. And the first thing they said to me, I think I might have said this is, Derek, is this a lollipop or a sucker? So I had to decide that was my admission was to decide whether it was a lollipop or a sucker in the jar. So I'm not going to tell you what I said. <laughs> but it was fun. Oh so. so
0: tell people what you're gonna do. You're gonna give away a haircut and what do they have to do?
3: So um really just go on go online um and email me at uh, leads at rosa real estate group So um I will basically give a free haircut to I'll pick a winner and you have to pick a barber, though, so you have to go online and see which barber you want because they're all independent contractors here. But, um, you know, that's uh, just supporting, again, supporting the local businesses and local community and, and my new barber shop. So that's, that's the plan is to give away a, a haircut to one lucky winner.
0: So I would suggest, <clears throat> because I know Casey's going to be looking at these at Logan, I would suggest a little story on, you know, like something about why you want to go check out this haircut or like if it's a wife and she's going, huh, Derek yeah. looks kind of hot. And Logan, show him your hair. Logan, get your head yeah. in. there. there Logan, had, Logan had like a mat of hair. He showed me a picture. And now he's like a hipster dude. So yeah. if you want to change your husband's look and get him, you know, that's what Mario said when I came in there. He said, Do you want to look like a dad? Or you want to look a little bit of a hipster. And I said, I'll take the hipster. So because um, yeah. my age, it could be a granddad, you know, so uh, anyway, so you guys so, nominate your your the wife can nominate her husband and say, hey, come on in,
3: you know, absolutely. Yeah, we just want to promote uh, Renegade. They're a fun group of people down here and, uh, you know, take you take you inside and take a look around. It's uh, we'll just go on in. OK, all right.
0: You, you take us for a tour.
3: Yeah, we'll take you for a tour. So, so we got, uh, let's see, we'll go for the tour. There's there's Mario right there. So, hey, Mario, say hi to Rick. Oh, my God, you are so ugly. <laughs> you are an idiot. What, what happened to you, man? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm I haven't seen you. Oh, my, what is wrong with you? You know, it, oh, it, my, it happens. You he's well. got to go. He's got to go. <laughs> anyway, there you go. There's Mario. So that's what you get when you come here. A few insults, maybe uh, just some I, I, stuff, missed, so. I, I get
0: tears in my eyes. I miss that so much.
3: Yeah. So I'm going to also, this is this is Hero. Hero's got a halo over his head right behind me. So, yeah, goes, I there love
0: you go. these shots. Look at that. Yeah, he's got a halo. I bet his wife so, it, it,
3: it's, it's kind of funny. Everybody here has got halos yeah. over their head.
0: That is it's crazy. crazy. So this is heavenly
3: everyone. barbers heavenly barbers this so is this the, is the shop that's so awesome so,
0: this bad place
3: yeah yeah um, so back again and uh yeah just uh you know had a good time here um and wanted to wanted to promote their business a little bit right i'm going to step back outside so they can get back to work so maybe, we're back out front
0: okay so um don't you love I think that's one thing I, I really like about a barber is it's like the one place that, that a man can go and you can actually be pampered um, because yeah. you, feel kind of, you kind of feel stupid if you go somewhere else. Although I know a lot of men get, you know, manicures and all that kind of stuff. But in a barbershop, you go in, you can swear, you can talk bad, you, you know, everything that happens in that door is like it's it doesn't leave there.
3: It was just great, you know, what? and we could actually talk about real estate. It was kind of fun there too. Hey, I got to get my plug in, you know. So, so, so you know. Hey,
0: tell me more about that duplex in Mapleton. That looks like a
3: hell of a deal. Well, you know what? I've got I've got an eight unit. It's actually an eightplex in Mapleton on the river. So it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty cool place. Um, you know, well taken care of. A really really awesome deal for an investor. Yeah, it's only like seven hundred and some thousand, right? Seven fifty, yeah. You could you could buy it and go live in it and rent out all seven spaces, Rick. You know, and and live in one. I think I'm already. I think I'm already
0: in far enough that I don't really have another loan in me. You know what I mean? All
3: right. Well, you know what? But but there are but there but there's opportunity there. It's 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 uh, you know it's right on the river too. So it's kind of a unique spot.
0: So you guys, there's the address of the property. Um, Casey just put it up there. That's the address, and you can go on. Derek's site, just go on Derek Rosa, Rosa Real Estate Group and you can find that on that listing on there. Or just put the address in realestate.com and uh, check it out because, yeah, that's going to go. Um, yeah. And you got somebody, the Oregon Gold Hunter is going to go get his haircut there. Oh, here's there the, you go. There's the address to get to it. Um, you can get through there. All right, Derek Logan. So Logan's going to be doing your social media stuff, right?
3: He's gonna be doing all my social media moving forward. He's, uh, you know what? He's he's gonna be the bomb. He's got got me on uh, TikTok and Facebook and Twitter and all those places where people get seen. So, you know, we'll get my get my people's, you know, listings and my buyers out there, and we'll we'll go to town.
0: Yeah, be careful on that TikTok. I guess some okay. crazy crazy people on there. Um, <laughs>
3: All okay. right. Well, that sounds like fun, Rick. If they start calling you daddy,
0: just say, no, I'm not. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. All right, all right, Rick. You well, thank you, man. Thank See you, Logan. Nice meeting you. So again, you guys, that's Rosa Real Estate Group. Um, And go in there, put in the leads. A Cass- Casey had it on there. And where was it? Um, yeah, Logan is awesome. He's going to be a great, I'm going to go back here and get there. Send your nominations right there. And they'll pick them tomorrow and they'll let you know. And then, but go find, if go on um, Renegade's uh, website and you can pick a barber and then you tell them, it's me and this is my barber and this is why I want it. And they'll get you in there. I love what Derek's doing because he's trying to, they're, they're really big on the community. So trying to support local business and get you to know who Renegade Barbershop is. Uh, and they just, I, they just increase their barbers too. I'm going to be in there on Saturday morning because uh, as Mario said, I need a haircut. Okay. All right. So um, our other sponsor is Chris Dental Family Dentistry, and he sponsors our news segment with Bill London. But first, we got to have a little bit of Michael Bratlin, because you can never get enough of this. This is Dr. Michael Bratlin from Chris Dental. Too many good people are
3: leaving Oregon. Why? Because people like you and I have sat back for years and allowed these radicals to slowly take control. They have infiltrated every aspect of our lives, from
0: school board members to governor. Well, I say this stops now. Let's take back Oregon.
4: Stop talking about change. Actually, do it. Why? Because if you are like me, I love Oregon, and I'm not leaving. From the news radio, eleven twenty a.m., ninety-three point seven FM, KPNW studios. I'm Bill London. Carney to the stars. You can hear me on the wake-up call, Monday through Friday mornings, 6 a.m. to 9 on this radio station, streaming at kpnw.com. Look at me, plugging myself. All right, here's a look at the stories we're following. Well, you could say that the governor's, Governor Kate Brown's commutation of prisoners is the white elephant gift that keeps on giving. We went into depth into one of those commutations yesterday. Well, now, today, a senior manager at the Oregon Department of Corrections alleges that the agency superintendent and deputy superintendent retaliated against her after she pushed back on plans to investigate the source of a leak of the governor's plan to commute some of the most violent juvenile offenders ever. Nathalene Frainer, an assistant director of correctional services, notified the state that she plans to sue for discrimination and retaliation. She was hired back in 2019 and she gets a salary of $158,747 a year and she was placed on leave at the end of November of last year. Now the state has paid her about $55,000 since then according to the Department of Corrections. Jennifer Black, a department spokesman, <laughs> her words protect the enmity of the investigation. Mayor Coley, Frainer's lawyer, put in a notice to the state that director Colette Peters called Frainer on November 4th to report Governor Kate Brown was very angry about the Oregon Live reporting of her plans to commute the sentences of hundreds of violent juveniles serving time for the most violent crimes. The director told Frayner that the governor demanded, and I'm quoting, a head and a body referring to whoever released her September 28th letter to news organizations detailing plans to grant clemency to some of those most violent offenders convicted as youths of Measure 11 crimes. According to Holly, Director Peters called it a leak. Holly wrote that in her notice last week to the Oregon Department of Administrative Services, telling them she was gonna sue. Director Peters said, again, according to Frainer, she was going to investigate who disclosed the commutation letter, including searching the emails of employees who were union members without notifying the union. And Frainer told Peters at the time she thought that that was unlawful and an abuse of power. Oh my gosh, the state of Oregon doing something unlawful and an abuse of power when it comes to Governor Kate Brown? no stop that she also said that such a move would violate the collective bargaining agreement of union representative employees brown spokesperson as expected declined to comment so oregon senior u.s senator you know him as ron wyden tested positive for covid today on twitter and a news release Wyden said that the infection was caught during routine testing and that he's experiencing minor symptoms and working from his residence in Washington, D.C. He's gonna quarantine according to the CDC guidelines and all that. Wyden, by the way, is fully vaccinated and has received not one, but two booster shots. Oh yeah, and Vice President Kamala Harris today also tested positive this morning. So you've probably heard that right now, President Biden and his groupies are thinking about forgiving federal student loan debts for thousands of Americans, including another round that was announced last week. And many are continuing to call on the president to cancel even more. So let's look at some of the numbers about 43 million Americans are responsible for 1.6 trillion with a T in federal student loans. During his campaign, Biden said that he supported for giving $10,000 per federal borrower, but over a year into his administration, that hasn't been seen. That said, some borrowers have seen their debt erased, like an estimated 40,000 impacted by recent changes to what are called fixing longstanding failures in student loan programs. So if Biden were to more broadly cancel student loan debt, who would pay? Well, the first and obvious answer is the federal government, which means you, the taxpayer, you. The important thing to know is that when the government grants student loans, the federal debt increases that according to the Urban Institute, but the federal deficit projection typically declines a small amount. Federal student loans are made with borrowed money because the federal government expects interest and principal payments in return. When you or somebody else makes a payment on a federal student loan, the federal debt decreases and the government has earned interest on the loan. Now, if Biden decides to cancel student debt, the federal deficit will increase, increase, but by how much depends on the value of the forgiven loans. It wouldn't though have an immediate impact on the national debt, but eventually the federal debt will climb when the payments that were expected to be paid aren't. So canceling student debt would cost anywhere from about $245 billion, now that would be if Biden's $10,000 per borrower scheme is approved, to $1.6 trillion for if all federal loans were erased, that according to the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget. That means student loan forgiveness would, and I'm going to quote this group, among the largest transfer programs in American history. That according to Adam Looney with the Brookings Institute. If just $10,000 per borrower is forgiven, it cost roughly what the U.S. has spent on welfare since the year 2000. Yep. That could get spendy. And tomorrow, the Oregon Court of Appeals will deliver a decision in the state's appeal of a $1.1 billion award to 13 rural counties and 151 local taxing districts after a Lynn County jury determined three years ago that the state had broken a contract by failing to maximize timber harvest from state lands located in those counties. And the Oregon Court of Appeals actually Posted a notice of a pending decision on the website today and that comes two months after the three judge panel heard oral arguments in the case So tomorrow it'll be interesting to see just exactly What is decided now regardless of what happens with the Oregon Court of Appeals? whether the counties win or the state wins you can bet and I mean a lot of money, that that will go to the Oregon State Supreme Court. We'll see what happens tomorrow, and maybe tomorrow we'll be talking about it. All right, that said, Rick, roll out the reel. Get, get rolling with reel. Get alliterative and roll, Rick, really. I sometimes want to just leave it on there long enough to see how long it'll go.
0: Um, <clears throat> so... I find it interesting, this whole college thing. So then do we go back to all the young men and women who were journeyman plumbers and journeyman electricians and all that stuff, and we give their money back too, because they, they paid for their education and, uh, um, and had to pay that back. And you know, and I know I get a lot of heat when I bring this up, but I don't understand the concept people go, I didn't know I was going to have to, how much it was going to cost. Well, That's why you went to college is to learn how all these things work. I can't just go in and go, well, I didn't realize I was going to be paying a hundred and some thousand dollars on top of it. It's like, God, you, and we're, what is that teaching people? I mean, honestly, so you can make a deal, you sign the paperwork, you agree to terms and then the rest of you expect the rest of America to bail you out because you didn't understand or because you don't want to pay it back. If that's a scary country to live in right now, that's a scary thing that we're allowing that. And here the president of the United States is pushing it only for political reasons. Um, You know, or, or, you know, it's just insanity. So anyway, this is the reason you need to vote. And today, I think the ballots is it today or tomorrow, tomorrow, the ballots come out. And today is your last chance to be able to, to register to vote if you have not registered to vote in Oregon. And then tomorrow the ballots will start coming out. I think some have already have already come out, but tomorrow is the official day. And so be sure and vote. Um, and remember what happened this last two years when you're voting, because it matters who you vote for. Um, and it comes back to haunt all of us um brick dancer buying votes <laughs> yeah i'm not running for anything Stephen wayne broom so i don't have to buy votes but you know what it's my show and i can't express my opinions so that's how it works but what i will tell you you can buy is remember derek is giving away a free haircut so just leads at com, and go in there and tell them why and pick your barber And um, Elements Health Club, we want to thank you for sponsoring our question of the day. And we had two winners, uh, so Casey Lynn and Stacy Pearson Elliott. And I will let the people at uh, Elements know that you guys are the winners. And we always want to thank Dr. Uh, Michael Bratwin, uh, one of our biggest sponsors. And he loves what we do because he knows that you do too, and that we need to have free conversations. And thank you, Elon Musk, for buying Twitter, even if it was just to get people stirred up and get people all antsy and riled. um, We need more people willing to spend money for free speech and for places that we can actually have a conversation like this without others censoring us and telling us what we can and can't say so hopefully that'll put some pressure on the other two and maybe someone will come out and buy in instagram and facebook and do the same thing because we sure can't handle rely on the legacy media uh, to be our voice Um, it's got to be us so anyway Uh, so tomorrow night uh we have uh, if you're looking at your business and you want to you just want to do something different Lonnie Woodruff is going to be here with uh, Transworld Business Advisors, talking a little bit about how you get ready to sell your business and how you look for a business. And he can help you out. And then we're also gonna talk about the open primary. There's an initiative going around uh, to open the primary in Oregon, because right now, as of right now, non-affiliated voters, those are voters who are not in either party, any party, are the largest voting block in the state. So now we have the power and it's time to start using it. And it's open that damn primary because you and I pay for it, but the Republicans and Democrats can keep us out of it. That's taxation without representation, and that is wrong. So there's a, people have tried to open the primary many, many times in Oregon, and the unions fight it, and the parties fight it, and the big companies fight it. So that should tell you it's the right thing. So we're going to have somebody on tomorrow with this group. Uh, Mark Porter is going to be here to explain how this would work, so you'll be ready when it comes up. All right, have a good night. And then on Thursday, uh, it's Holocaust Remembrance Day. And I found a woman, a dear woman, Irmgard. Uh, she was there and she's going to talk with you and tell her story. All right, share this on your page so other people see it. Uh, we really appreciate when you do that. And um, have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Tomorrow.